Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Kiara Rodriguez grew up in far north Queensland and she now lives in Sydney. Over the past few months, she has released the singles High School Reunion and Message in a Bottle. She now has a powerful new single called Eight Your Rehab. I am very keen to talk to her about it. Hello, Kiara. Hello. Thanks so much for having me, So It's great to talk to you again and about this single. Um, you've released three great singles. Ancient Rehab is, um, yeah, it's a very thought-provoking and thoughtful song, so I'd love to know what the inspiration was behind it. Yeah, look, I have been fortunate enough to not have a tumultuous relationship for a very, very long time. Um, I've been with my partner, James, for for, for 10, 10 or so years. Um, but I started noticing this sort of pattern around um, people around me who were in relationships, so girlfriends or, you know, um, even just things I'd see on TV or, or in movies. And there's this pattern of of trying girls or, or women trying to fix the, the person that they're with. Um, and I think we've all either known someone or, or gone through that ourselves um, where we've we thought I can change this person or I can make them better and, and maybe they're a bit troubled or you know um, got some some rough edges and we think we can we can fix that and uh, it, it's not often the case and it often doesn't turn out very well so this was kind of turning that concept on its head and going actually no this is not not good for me. Mm-hmm. And it's great you did mention what's out there in the culture because I was thinking that the, the message in TV shows, movies, books sometimes, and particularly some books that are popular at the moment through BookTok, is is the struggle love kind of, you know, yes, fix someone you're in a relationship with. So was it, obviously it was conscious on your part to to oppose that line of thinking, but at the same time because it's running counter to popular thinking, it's a bit of a risk. Yeah, definitely is. It's a bit, um, yeah, uh, a bit subversive, I would say. Um, but I think the culture sort of shifting and I'm noticing, especially on TikTok as well, there's a, a lot of that sort of discourse about, um, you know, actually it's not our job to to fix the people we're in, in a relationship with. So, yes, it's, it's a little bit controversial, but at the same time, I think we as a culture are kind of a, a, a changing and shifting that mindset. Um, but it is hard when, you know, so many of the, the um you know not the fairy tales but the the rom-coms and all of that kind of thing it's like yep I can fix this bad boy and he's gonna you know he's gonna change for me and you know even back with Greece the movie um you know it was the same sort of thing um so I think yeah it, it is a bit challenging but I hope that it sort of um inspires people to sort of look look inward and and think about the relationships they may have and you know it may not be a, a romantic relationship you can also have that with a family member or with a friend who you just try and try and fix them all the time and and it's just not working out yeah Uh, are you ever conscious as a songwriter that that your friends might see themselves in one of your songs and and come to you and say you know are you basing that on my life (laughs) it is something I have to be conscious of I try to keep it a bit not vague, but to keep a bit broad, so I'm not not name dropping by any means. But um, I definitely do ha- I have people in my life, whether it's friends or I, I you know, I'll play a gig, and um, especially with this song, actually, I've noticed when I play it live, someone always comes up to me and says, you know, that that's my story or that's that's my friend's story, um, because it it is so common. 
Yeah. It must be really affirming though to have that feedback at a gig in particular because so yeah for, for as an audience member it's not necessarily easy to go up to an artist and chat to them. Um so I always think when people come up to an artist it's because they do really want to say something. But yeah, for you it must be as I said affirming to hear that and also you must think I'm on the right track with this. I have made the right decision. Yeah, definitely because I think especially within country music at the end of the day what we want or what the goal is is to write music and perform music that sort of resonates with our audience members so it definitely is sort of that that positive feedback is great because it kind of helps me um, make sure that I'm on the right track and still you know as much as writing is such a personal thing um, the best part is when you take something personal and you share it and someone else finds something personal in it itself so it's a really great experience. What sort of songs in the past have had the the most audience feedback, do you think? Um, I think probably High School Reunion. I think that was um, one that everyone, especially after COVID, kind of felt that existential dread of, oh, I've not achieved anything. Or, you know, even without COVID in the picture, it's, you know, people dread their high school reunions. So I think that was definitely a song that people had that same sort of reaction to. And I'm, I'm hoping with this, uh, this new track, Ain't Your Rehab, that it's the same sort of, um, same sort of um, audience engagement as well. Mm-hmm. Now, your producer for Ain't Your Rehab was Nash Chambers and you've worked with him before. What's so good about Nash as a producer? Uh, I think he's just very authentic. So I think there's lots of, you know, um, stereotypes or or there's sort of you know the mold I guess in terms of country music and what a a female country music um, artist sounds like and I think Nash is really great because he just he's got that authenticity he's over in Nashville but he's still got that really down-to-earth kind of um, approach and he doesn't try to make the track sound like someone else he's really um, committed to making sure it still sounds like me it still has my own unique sound um because yeah, it, it's um, it's not cookie cutter. Um, he just sort of sticks to the to what the song needs, and um, that's that's really great to work with. And he's very very um, down to earth, which is is lovely um, as a producer. It, you know, it, it, it's great to have that guidance, and but still have that sort of equal sort of partnership in making the the track. So it, it's been great. The Nashville time zone is not exactly friendly for an artist. <laughs> so how do you make that work? Yeah, look, it's when he's waking up, I'm going to bed and vice versa. So it usually means we have a day of um, lag in between. So it's um, that that makes it a bit tricky. But, you know, I think post-COVID it's been great because everyone's now working so remotely. Previously I couldn't dream of, you know, having a record produced by a Nashville producer and now it's so easy with, you know, the power of technology and, and the way the world has shifted. So I'm very lucky and very fortunate to be working with Nash. I'm sure he feels the same way about you, Kiara. Um, <laughs> you've had a range of moods, shall we say, over these past three singles, if we just look at the, the past three singles. So High School Reunion was an upbeat tune, although there were some twists to it lyrically. Message in a Bottle was more serious than that and HL Rehab is different again. When you're choosing yeah. which songs to record, are you thinking of your bigger body of work so so you're wanting to present uh, like a, a well-rounded picture of human experience? Yeah, so this is all um, leading up to my new EP that's coming out, which is called Love and Lockdown. Um, so that's coming out in November and I'm very excited, but I did sort of want to have the theme. I had this collection of songs that I'm putting on this EP and High School Reunion and, and um, Message in a Bottle are both on there. And I really wanted to 
encapsulate just that love and lockdown. And so it's like that existential crisis meets heartbreak meets, you know, um, uh, ain't a rehab, which is a bit of a power anthem um, and sort of, you know, rising from from the ashes of message in a bottle, if you will. So um, I think, yeah, you. I always think about that sort of broader picture when you're looking at the, the EP as a project, um, but it's, a, it's, still, it's still varied. So there's this common thread of quirky lyrics and twisty songs, but um, they're all, all a little bit different. So hopefully there's something for everyone. So were all the songs on the EP written during lockdown or post-lockdown? Um, a bit of both, actually. I have to think about that. No, I think they were all kind of written during lockdown. Or in, I mean, Sydney, it, it, you know, as you know, our lockdown was quite prolonged, so it's not not that it was all, you know, made in a day or anything. Um, but, it, yeah, it was certainly most of these songs were written um, during that lockdown period of during the COVID, 20 to 2020 to 2022, really. Mm. Um, so it, it's kind of good because it's kind of like a little time capsule and I'm sure, you know, 10 years from now we'll go, ah, oh, that was that was the experience we had um, during COVID and, and those songs sort of look like that. Yeah. Do you feel as a songwriter that your experiences during lockdown did shift you permanently in a way and that you became more interested in documenting certain types of experiences that you may not have thought of if you hadn't gone through that? Yeah, definitely. And I guess it just brought home the universal experience that we were all having. So it it sort of just drove home because we were all experiencing COVID in a very similar way. You know, obviously other some people were affected in different ways, but we we're all having this universal experience. So um, especially like looking back to high school reunion, that was we're all having that same experience, like, oh my God, what are we doing with our lives? And um, you know, uh, I think those those sort of times when you're all put into this weird sort of vacuum that was COVID, it kind of really shows how similar we are, even though we all have our differences, you know, we're all going through, we all experience heartbreak, we all experience love, we all experience what are we doing with our lives kind of thing. So um, I think it definitely did change me to think more about, you know, I've always written for me and I think it just sort of drove home that, you know, the things I'm writing about a lot of people do do experience in the same way or a similar way. Yeah. Did you find that the music you were listening to changed from that time? Definitely. I think half of that was to do with TikTok. I downloaded TikTok during lockdown as so many of us did. And my music tastes have definitely shifted. When I go back home to mum and dad's now and I'm driving, they're like, what what is this music you're playing? So I think it's broadened, which is which is nice. Um so I've gotten into a lot of, um, I guess, female writers in general who are just a bit clever and quirky. So across genres, it's not really specific to country, but, you know, people like, I've always loved Casey Musgraves, but I've sort of expanded into the pop genre just in terms of what I'm listening to, not necessarily what I'm writing, but um, people like Peach PRC, Greta Ray, Maisie Peters, they're, they're really clever lyricists. And I think um, that sort of shifted and I guess opened my eyes because previously I was pretty much country, a lot of old school, 80s, 90s kind of stuff. So this has kind of, you know, broadened my horizons in what I listen to. And I guess that sort of does feed in a little bit into how I write as well. It's all, you know, all part of the experience. So, yes, it definitely has um, changed my music tastes over the years. So 
this is actually the first time I've had a discussion about music discoverability on TikTok because um, certainly I've come across some people, but I guess I'm not specifically looking for new music, but it sounds like you are definitely using it for discoverability. So is it just a case of, of scrolling until you hear a few bars that take your fancy or are you more going off recommendations and then finding people on TikTok? I think the TikTok algorithm is really interesting and it's one of probably the best, when I say the best, I mean the, the smartest sort of algorithms on social media. So it really um, hones in into what is um, what you like and what who you are as a person. Sometimes it knows you a bit better than you know yourself and you go, oh, this was really targeted to me. So um, I guess just by the nature of, of who I am, I get a lot of these sort of female singers and songwriters on my page. So that's always good. Um, uh, and look, there's so there's so much out there on TikTok. Everyone's trying to get their songs out there. But I think, yeah, my For You page has just kind of customised itself to these really clever kind of um, lyricists. And they happen to all be women, which is lovely, and uh, we love to see it. So, um, yeah, it, it's definitely um, how I sort of discover my new music these days, which is is different. Yeah, um, I think I want your For You page, Kiara, although I'd have to work on my algorithm to get all of that because <laughs> I'm looking, because I'm not you, <laughs> I'm doing different things. Um, so generally speaking, how do you feel that 2023 has been for you music-wise? You've play, been playing quite a few gigs, you've had some singles out. Is it Has it been going the way you would hope? I think it's been a crazy year. It's been, um, yeah, great to be working on some new music. Kicking off the year with Star Maker was um, also so much fun and um, that sort of just set the tone for the year and has sort of driven um, driven me to sort of work on this EP and and keep keep chasing that next sort of goal. Um, so for me, it's been it's been a really busy year, but in a good way. I think I think when I get to the end of the year and reflect on all the crazy things that have happened. Um, it's, yeah, it's definitely been jam-packed. So, um, yeah, Tamworth Country Music Festival. I've played festivals out in um, West Queensland, which has been great, gone 12 hours west of Brisbane to Thargaminda and uh, seen some really cool places, played up in Chartist Towers. So um, it's it's been really, really fun, um, really jam-packed. And sometimes I think as an artist we always feel, oh, we're not doing enough. But I, I just know that come December I will probably be singing a different tune and be going, you know, quite quite happy with how, how the year's gone. Yeah, in need of a rest because you have some more to come. You are doing your EP launch show in November in Brisbane. Now, this is with Brianna Dinsdale as your support artist. Yes. So is Brianna an, an academy connection or some other um, music connection? So Brianna and I both came through up up in the ranks. I guess I I was maybe a little bit, I was the generation before Brianna, I would say, which makes me feel old. Um, but we both sort of went through the Redlands Modern Country Music Club in Brisbane, which is a really supportive um, country music club of, of young talent. Um, and I was actually judging their country music talent quest that they were having. Um, and I, that was the first time I saw Brianna, I think. It, it was either Redlands or one of, one of the, the country music talent quests, but she belonged to that club. And so, um, yeah, and I just always thought she was so, so talented. And I think she would have been about 11 or 12 at wow. that point. So she was real little, um, but very, very talented. And it's been great to just see her grow into such a beautiful person and songwriter. And um, I'm just so stoked to have her open the show for me. 
Now, the show is at the club. It's still a secret. And I think the only issue with that club appears to be that uh, every artist I've seen who lists it has to then put a note saying that is actually the name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they've got two venues, Can You Keep a Secret? And the one that I'm going to be at is called It's Still a Secret. So this is the second venue they've opened up. And uh, it is tricky going, actually, that's the name of the venue. Please don't wait for this random address. Um, So, yes, I'm I'm very excited. Um, it's, It's known for its sort of music um music venue it's uh, had a lot of sort of different live performances they have music there basically every week so I'm very excited to to bring my EP show there uh back to your hometown of um of Brisbane uh so it's called the hometown EP launch and then you'll be doing a Tamworth show 23rd of January at 11 30 a.m at West's which is a great venue so that must be really exciting to have your own Tamworth show I am so excited. So I've previously, you know, done the whole Tamworth rigmarole, sort of doing lots of gigs and that kind of thing for the, I think, since 2006. So um, to bring my own headline show to Tamworth Country Music Festival is just so special. It's such such a special festival to me and to be able to sort of, you know, take it to that next level and, and we're getting a band together as well. So um, it'll be a, a really fun time and and I'm just excited. I'm a bit nervous, but also very, very excited. Uh, and while you're at Tamworth, because, you know, I, for artists, it's not just a case of, of one show. There's often media to do. You're running around doing various things. Will you actually have some time to go and see some other acts? I'm hoping so. There are just, you know, Tamworth is absolutely endless with, you know, who you who you can see. Um, so I, I am hoping that I get a little bit of time to sort of um, go down Peel Street at least. That's always my favourite thing um, and see the buskers, but I'm also happen- hoping to catch some of my mates as well playing shows. So. Well, yes, because as I mentioned, the Academy, because you did attend the Academy first as a very, very young person, you have some long-time Academy connections, so I imagine the festival's a bit of a reunion. Yeah, definitely. And even from the Academy and from, you know, just from, everywhere really um it's it's great Tamworth is like that pilgrimage we all all kind of take once a year and um yeah it's so nice it's you know you don't see people maybe throughout the whole year and then suddenly you see them again in Tamworth and uh it's just a feeling that's sort of unmatched by anything else really now looking ahead to 2024 I know it seems ridiculous to do that but you do have gigs booked for next year because I was looking at your gig listing and you don't have festivals already booked in so does it feel a bit odd to think oh, in May next year I'm playing this particular festival or is it just that's just the life of a working musician? Um, It always feels like it's ages away and then before you know it, it's, you know, come around again. So um, I think, yeah, we look to May now, but I I know that I was looking at September this time last year and going, oh, that's ages away and it all all comes around. But we all, um, you know, we, we plan forward and I guess festivals book quite far in advance too. So um, I think, yeah, it, it seems a long time away, but I'm sure May will be here before we know it. Well, you'll have an EP to take to those festivals. In the meantime, we have the single Ain't Your Rehab, which is great. And uh, as I said, you know, there's a whole range of work going on and I look forward to hearing whatever else you have in store on the EP. In the meantime, Kiara Rodriguez, it has been great to talk to you as ever. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.